My dear brothers and sisters, I bring you grace and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. As I mentioned in my welcome, we are continuing tonight our theme, uh, Rising Out of Darkness. And um, each preaching pastor is choosing a couple of passages. I do want to focus our attention primarily on the passage from Isaiah. But I want to lift up another one for you uh, first. And this comes from a wonderful little collection I would commend to you called Bread and Wine. <clears throat> I think we'll have this posted on our social, on Facebook at least later tonight. Uh, Bread and Wine, readings for Lent and Easter. Each chapter is excerpted from a different author. So the author I'm picking tonight is a gentleman named Peter Kraft. Uh, and this chapter comes from a book of his, it's relatively well known, it's, it's uh, called Making Sense Out of Suffering. And it's kind of a response to the even better known book by Rabbi Harold Kushner uh, called When Bad Things Happen to Good People, which I assume many of you have heard of. Um, and so it's sort of a response to that, a companion to it in ways. And in this chapter, Kraft is talking about how however dark things get for us in our life, Jesus has already been there. Jesus is there waiting for us in the darkness. And he goes through, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, obviously, but he goes through sort of a litany uh, in this chapter of the types of dark places we find ourselves in and continues to respond, yes, Jesus is even there. Even there you will find Jesus. And here he says towards the end, <clears throat> it's very good to have you in the pews tonight. Thank you. Even the darkness is not dark to him. He finds or makes light even there. And he goes on to say, God is love as the sun is fire and light, and he can no more stop loving than the sun can stop shining. So in that very brief passage, um, we have on the one hand a recognition, an acknowledgement of the darkness, which all of us experience in this life in, in maybe many ways, but also a reminder of the confession, the trust, the belief we have as Christians that God will turn that darkness into light. And almost the same message exactly is lifted up in the prophet Isaiah. I read this passage a couple moments ago. Uh, this could serve as a sort of motto for, uh, or a, a, a great sort of citation verse for our theme, Rising Out of Darkness. It's very brief. And again, what, what Isaiah writes is this, for darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness the peoples. And then this important word, but. But the Lord will arise upon you and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. So again, we have this beginning uh, acknowledgement of darkness. The Bible is very realistic about the darkness of, of life. Um, and then that important word, but, and a reminder that uh, the Lord will arise and his glory will appear and there will be light and brightness and dawn. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, I read those two verses from Isaiah and I cannot help but think of Handel's Messiah. Many of you are familiar with the Messiah. And I know that the most famous pieces are sort of the big, you know, monumental, triumphant, bright pieces, the Hallelujah Chorus or Worthy is the Lamb 
or the trumpet shall sound, or the final amen. This is a different piece. It's a, it's a bass recitative or solo earlier uh, in the Messiah. <clears throat> and it's sort of gentle and quiet, but I have to tell you, it's one of my favorite pieces from the entire work. It's not very long, um, but it does a beautiful job musically of, of reinforcing that image of moving from darkness into the light. And I'm actually going to have Linda uh, play, not the whole thing, it's not very long, but um, the beginning of it. Linda, you can go ahead and start, and I'm just going to talk a little bit while she does. So this is the beginning of that recitative. It begins with an instrumental uh, introduction. This would be an orchestral introduction, which is setting the, the, the mood, setting the tone, which is in minor key, because, of course, we're going to start in darkness. Now, I'm not going to sing this for you, <laughs> but I will tell you sort of what the bass is going to be saying in a moment as we get past this introduction. So here's where the bass enters. And he says, For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, thick darkness or gross darkness the peoples and then as if to make the point stronger he repeats that line and gross darkness the people and then listen to what happens here it moves quietly and gently thank you Linda and almost imperceptibly from minor to major to reinforce, and by the way, the first word that the bass sings at that point is, but. Darkness will not have the last word. There will be light. Light will come again. I love it because it's beautiful, of course the whole Messiah is beautiful. I love it not only because it reinforces that message because I think though that that sort of quiet, gentle, almost imperceptible move from minor to major reflects our experience, right? In our life, again, all of us experience darkness and pain and difficulty and frustration and sometimes it takes a while to discern uh, how God is transforming that or translating that into brightness. Can I get an amen to that? Sometimes we need some time, we need some distance, um, and that's okay. Uh, it, it Again, it reflects our experience of the way life is. It's not always the hallelujah chorus, right? It's not always the trumpet shall sound. And if that's true, if it's true that God's love and grace, if it's true that that brightness comes to us quietly, gently, sometimes imperceptibly, then it is also true that as Christians, we're, we need to do what? Pay attention to where God is at work. And the simple point I want to make tonight is that Lent is a beautiful time of the church year 
to do that through our prayer life, through our fasting, through our giving of alms, through those great uh, Christian traditions during this uh, season, which help to attune us not only to the way that God may be bringing light to a dark world, but may also bringing, be bringing light to our lives. Will you join me in a word of prayer? Loving God, we do experience darkness in this life. There is no question about that. But we also trust and believe that you will transform that darkness into light. We pray that this Lenten season you will open our eyes to be able to see how you are doing that and how you are transforming us so that we also can be people who bring light to a dark world. And all this we pray in the holy name of Jesus. Amen.